Welcome to Recap, a brief overview of recent coffee developments every two weeks from the Specialty Coffee Association, made possible with the support of Britta. International Coffee Day may have come and gone, but many of the initiatives launched on October 1st are long-term projects. The International Coffee Organization, who first organized the holiday in 2014, focused this year's activity on a project titled Coffee's Next Generation. While details are yet to be announced, the ICO said the program will involve financial support and training for young entrepreneurs in the coffee sector. The International Women's Coffee Alliance, or IWCA, launched a fundraising campaign called Empowered Voices. The campaign will run until October 15, the International Day of Rural Women, and aims to recognize 100 women while raising 10,000 US dollars to continue the work of the organization. The holiday also marked the launch of the Coffee Coalition for Racial Equity, founded by Phyllis Johnson of BD Imports. The coalition is described as, quote, a robust global community of coffee advocates driven to bring about more equity and diversity into the coffee community, end quote. In its first webinar, the group introduced its first board members and set out a one-year timeline of activities that includes a range of educational and outreach initiatives. Indonesia's coffee producers are asking for help with financing as the pandemic continues to impact the demand for coffee. The Jakarta Post reports that tons of coffee are being held on the what is known as a warehouse receipt, a system that allows smallholders to deposit their harvest in a warehouse as collateral for a loan. Both smallholders and exporters face difficulty under this system, particularly when prices are low and there are few buyers, and this is before most of the coffee has been harvested. Almost 70% of Aceh's harvest, currently projected at 52,000 tonnes, will take place between October and January. Indonesia's Ministry of Cooperatives and Small and Medium Enterprises is preparing multiple financing schemes. Other financing organisations, like the state-owned bank, are also offering support through warehouse receipt subsidies. Australian-based Breville Group has acquired the US-based grinder maker Barazza for 60 million US dollars, according to a report in Finance News Network. Breville produces a range of small kitchen appliances, with an emphasis on the home coffee segment. Barazza, established in 1999, is known for its production of commercial-level quality burr grinders for home use. Breville Group says the acquisition brings together two of the world's leading companies in the design and global distribution of coffee products. A recent feature in Asia Times explores how women entrepreneurs in the Gulf are working to overcome the additional hurdle of the COVID-19 pandemic. Amid the backdrop of recent economic and social reforms aimed to increase women's participation in the workforce, the feature explores how gender biases have made it more difficult for female entrepreneurs to access stimulus packages, lending or private investors. Noran Al-Banai, the founder of Coffee Architecture in Abu Dhabi, is among those interviewed. 
the first female Q-grader in the region, Noran opened her shop in 2018 after convincing her family members of her dream to open a coffee shop. This episode of Recap was made possible with the support of Britta. If you want to dive deeper into anything you heard today, check out the links in the description of this episode. Recap will be back in two weeks' time. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.